morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the All American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke, with my beautiful, bearded, heterosexual life partner over there operating those those dials. Like he's just a man with the plan. He's Magic Magic Josh, Magic oh, Mike Josh. Wow. I like how over time, you like your title unintentionally has expanded. Before it was like my Jewish husband. And I don't even know where that came. Like I don't know where that came from. I don't. I was like, how does he know I'm Jewish? Um, you're not even Jewish. I don't I know why I, I said find that. Out until after I did that, uh, <laughs> that test, I was like, son of a bitch, you, got, you nailed it. He's got the gift. He's got working with the crystal ball over here. I'm just that good. That good. I'm just that good. I was like, tell me more. <laughs> my beautiful bearded husband. My beautiful. My beautiful bearded Jewish husband. That's too much. That's I was in the zone there for a second. Yeah. Now I'm not. I just I lost it. You the feeling it. is gone. And then it's gone. The emotion's gone. Thank you for tuning in today, wherever you're at across the world. Uh, hopefully you're at uh, you're having a good day today. It's uh, 12:25 here in Richardson, Texas. Beautiful, windy day out. We're expecting a cool front this weekend. And I was talking with a good friend of mine last night. I was like, you know how you can tell when you're getting old when you excite you get excited about a cold front. Mm. It's like something like that. It's like, yes, my knees aren't gonna hurt so much. How oh, much awesome! Mm. That's how bad it is for us now. And then she had said she got excited when she gets a Swiffer. It's like, no, I totally get that. I totally get that. Like, oh, a Swiffer. I a thought Swiffer. it was something. What? Some bedroom talk there. Hey, you know, I, these kids these days, who knows? Like that could be a total, that could Van totally Taylor be a thing. Like his, he likes Van Taylor's over there getting his butthole licked. I mean, you know. why not? Just, yeah, it's a good time. It's well, felt like that was the tempo of the podcast. It was. It <laughs> was. And now it's like, it's really weird. It's like, oh, man, good Sorry. old Van Taylor. Sure. Now you're good. As always, ladies and gentlemen, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. We appreciate your love and support over there. Hey, you know, you don't have to pay with this podcast. It's free. Josh and I do it because we love doing this. Um, it's just a passion of ours. But if you could, hit the share button. Tell your friends about it. Help us grow the audience. And if you want to support us, you can subscribe over on Twitch for four ninety nine a month. And then if you want to show more support, you can check us out at ShellshockCBD.com and see the amazing quality products that we have over there. We have everything to help you sleep, to help you relax, uh, to take the edge off. We have THC-free products, and then we have THC included products and you will fail a drug test. You have my word on that. You will fail a drug test. So keep that in mind. So once again, that is shellshockcbd.com. And with that being said, uh, like a virgin in a whorehouse, let's get into it. Oh, <laughs> oh no idea what we're doing. Okay. But we're going to poke around and find something. <laughs> it burns. It burns. All right. First in the news. Okay. Helen Keller could have seen this coming. I mean, come on. Elon Musk. Uh, not uh, not 48 hours ago, tweeted out that he was basically saying, I'm done with Democrats. I am now going to be voting Republican because they've become the party of hate, animosity, and division. And I'm paraphrasing with that. And he's he's 100% right on that. You know, you look at the left, you, you look at the, um, and we've discussed this many times, you look at the DNC, the current state of affairs of it, and it is really because it, it's gone down this, it's gone off the roads of common sense. Because like we said, that the moderate Democrats have taken a back seat to the SJW movement that has now basically uh, cooed the party and they're in control. And as a result of this, now you have a presidency, an administration that is acknowledging that children should have the rights to puberty blockers, to gender reassignment surgery. In what world did you ever think we would live in a time and a place where a president would condone that? I never in a million years would think that a sitting American president would ever be in favor of children being able to undergo uh, sex change opera. These are children. 
I mean, I'm not I'm, I'm not trying to keep pounding on this, but this is a serious issue in our country. Yeah. We're going through a morality crisis because we're watching how the fibers of our society are becoming very quickly unwoven. And again, I'm all for freedom, but there comes with a limitation. And it's one of those like you let children be children become and you'll grow to the age of consent and then let them make informed decisions. And even at 18, you're yeah. still not that intelligent. You're still stupid. I mean, fuck, I joined the army when I was 17. Look how stupid I was. No, I'm, not, I'm just playing. I mean, really, most of your 20s, you're still trying to figure it out. I mean, most in in my 30s, absolutely. I'm I in mean, my late 30s yeah. now, and I'm slowly starting to come to the the understanding of who it is that I am as a person. But even still, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, Josh, I know I'm not gay. I've been down that road, and I just don't enjoy the taste of penis. I don't know if it's me, or I, I don't know. It's just not my thing. You know, you work your glory hole long enough, you just, <laughs> just get used to it. Uh, I used to have, yeah, I used to do the glory hole thing. I had a little cabinet of spices right below it. It's like, well, let's put some little Tabasco sauce, some pepper, a little paprika. <laughs> I probably just gave everybody listening a very bad mental image. <laughs> I'm like a little Muppet shit. Verdi, 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 bork, 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 bork. <laughs> we got to spice. Yip, 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 yip. One, two, three uh, penis. Ah, ah. Go through all of them. <laughs> three penis. And this is why we're never going to be on Fox. This is exactly why we'll never be on Fox. But we called it. We, we called this. You know, Elon Musk, he comes out there and says, I'm no longer voting Democrat. And, you know, Elon's not stupid. He's been in the social media game for a very long time. He knew what was coming next. And sure enough, sure enough, within 24 hours of saying that, now get this. The news, uh, MSM is reporting out there that there is an ex-SpaceX flight attendant that is making accusations that Elon Musk solicited her to have sex with him and then exposed himself to her. It was not her actually making the accusations. It was a friend of hers, apparently, is what's coming out. And I feel like Elon made a mistake here. And, and, and we're going to get into why. But again, it just goes to show, this is the liberal playbook verbatim. Elon drops Starlink... Ukraine. Liberals love him. Mm -hmm. He's helping. And I, I said, that's a bad idea. Don't get involved yeah. because now you've done it for Ukraine. Any other conflict that surfaces, they're going to be calling, they're going to coming to you again. You positioned yourself as having to pick a side. You shouldn't, you should stay neutral. You, mm -hmm. you should stay neutral because again, as time progresses, I think more and more people are turning against the idea of supporting Ukraine. And those who were once in favor are going to be looked at as like, Hey, you jumped the gun. You didn't have enough wisdom to say, let's take a second and pause. Let's look at this. Let this play out. Uh, Elon put himself in a position there, but back to the main point. Well, let's just read the article and then we'll get more into it. But Elon faces sexual assault claim from X from spice space X flight attendant says he exposed himself during massage. What, what, what kind of flight attendants are these? I know. Uh, space X CEO denied the sexual assault claim and called the story a politically motivated hit piece. Again, this is the liberal playbook. Elon drops Starlink in Ukraine, and then as soon as word starts spreading that he's going to buy Twitter, and then he says he wants free speech, boom, racism, sexism, misogyny. He goes from the liberals' star child to now they hate him. How easy is it to be a Democratic strategist at this uh, point? I mean, like, you walk in, you're like, okay, have you tried sexual harassment? <laughs> have you tried racism? Um, I'm sure we could probably get yeah. some sort of sexual assault charge thrown at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's exactly how it works. And I'm guessing he's racist. Absolutely, maybe a little bit. Maybe, maybe a little bit racist. No, 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 no. This time we got to change it up. We got to change. We've, we've beat that horse to death. Anti-Semitic. Yeah. We'll go with that. Anti-Semitic. No, 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 no. He hates midgets. That's what we'll go with. Let's bring the midget crowd in here and get them pissed off. And there we go. Yeah, because they're a minority. So let's let's do that. Johnson. 
You're a genius. You're a genius. Let's go with it. <laughs> Get it on the front page of the post. He hates midgets. What's the term for that? Midget phobia. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, know. Because there's transphobia. We'll call it midget or dwarf phobia or I don't know. Dwarfism. Dwarfism. No, that's yeah. the term for oh, it. Okay. Not not the fear of it. You know, and that's the crazy thing. I, I, well, I'm not going down that road. I'm not going down that road. That's, that's like, uh, then we're going to have all the midgets pissed off at the podcast, but no, whatever. SpaceX CEO Elon Musk denied a sexual assault claim from a former flight attendant who the company reportedly paid $250,000 as a part of a severance agreement in 2018. Now, Ben Shapiro tweeted something out very interesting through another friend of mine. Uh, God, what's her name? She's a lawyer that's represented Kyle Rittenhouse. Very, very intelligent. She knows what she's doing. But she'd even agreed to Ben Shapiro's tweet that a $250,000 settlement uh, against somebody who's like one of the world's richest men is like, that's not an admission of guilt. That's an admission of just get the fuck out of here. It's like, because that's chump change to him. Now, again, regardless of what said either way, due process is required. We have to have due process. But this is the problem is that these are the tactics that these liberals take. It's that there will be no due process. There won't because there's not going to be a case. This is just simply a basic um, character assassination hit piece. That's all this is. And the problem that the liberal left does not seem to understand is that Elon is not running for political office. Mm-hmm. Elon has got all the money in the world. You're not going to stop him. He's, yeah. he's, he's untouchable. You cannot cancel Elon. You can't. You can try and turn everything against him. He's too rich. Yeah, He's got influence, and that's what they're afraid of. You're 100% right. Yeah. You are 100% right. He's got the influence. The fact that he's coming out saying, I'm no longer Democrat. I'm pushing Republicans. It's and this statement. is where the DNC. It's a big statement. It is. And this is where the DNC went wrong. Instead of the DNC coming together saying, look, let's really take a look at our party, and let's see where we've gone off the rails. Let's go back and fix this. They lead even further and, yes. and to the left. But they're not going to do it because yeah. now you've got, you've got such progressives in the DNC with the the Jihad squad and, you know, all these new fresh-blooded people that are rallying the people via social media and garnishing all this support. It's like you've essentially created this. Pelosi has allowed this monster to be created within the DNC, and it's it's going to eat them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it already is. It already is. Oh, yeah. So they can continue trying to go after Elon. You're not going to accomplish anything. But this is where I feel like Elon went wrong. Um, let's continue reading the article. Musk, in a Thursday tweet following the story, claimed the story should be viewed through a political lens. Well, he's right there. The attendant worked on a contract basis in the cabin crew for SpaceX's corporate jet fleet. She accused Musk of exposing his erect penis to her, rubbing her leg without consent, and offering to buy her a horse in exchange for an erotic massage, according to Business Insider. A declaration signed by the attendant's friend detailed the incident. A friend said this. I'm sorry. Mm. I used to call that rumors. Yeah, that's rumors. I'm and the fact that the MSM even picked this up and is running with it. They did that same shit to Donald Trump and to Kavanaugh. I mean, if we uh, if we called Ukraine, yeah, it was the third party who it wasn't even somebody who was in the same room. It was Mm -hmm. somebody that heard somebody from somebody else in a bar. Mm -hmm. And that's what they this is. This is why the MSM has become the number one enemy of America right now. These are no longer journalists. These are political activists with a keyboard. That's all this is. And that's why nobody trusts the press. Fox is losing a lot of support because they're not talking about the 2000 mules picture from Dinesh D'Souza. Mm -hmm. Uh, Both sides of this. It's kind of like, dude, I'm I'm for like just abolish the press. The press is what's majority or excuse me. Something else just popped in my mind. It's been over 100 days since Joe Biden did a media interview. People don't realize that it's been 100 days since this dude has really sat down with the press and faced questions. Uh, Even uh, I think it was today or yesterday he was doing a briefing and he called the South Korean president the wrong name. The president of the free world gets up there and calls him, I think, something like Mr. Moon. And that's not even his name. I didn't know what the dude's name. I read the article briefly and I didn't pay much attention to it because I'm like, well, well, that's Biden. Yeah. I mean, that that's just we have a mentally incompetent and incoherent president. 
And nobody seems to care. And the left will not acknowledge that. No, they're like, what? What are you talking about? They are playing They are playing a very strong defense right now, keeping Biden away from the MSM. Because even the MSM is to the point now where they're tearing him up. And he's got nowhere to go. So the thing that they're trying to do the most, keep him away from the microphone. You know, the more people stop watching these networks and these late night shows mm-hmm. and all these other people, yeah. and they start losing real money, mm-hmm. then they'll be like, uh, maybe we need yeah. to rethink our... Uh, our strategy. Our strategy Abs- yeah, here. absolutely. And that's the problem there is that <sighs> Democrats could actually just, they could really salvage their party right now if they just came back to the, the drawing board and said, okay, mm-hmm. we've got an incompetent president. We need to figure something else out to like, re- but no, they're going to ride this horse into the ground. And if that's the direction they're going to go, they're going to lose. Like if you really wanted to save your party, you should really consider, you know, a different strategy and get Biden out of there. Or yeah. at least, you know, and here's the other thing. If they did decide to invoke the 25th Amendment and Biden needed to step down due to um, physical and psychological issues, that's fine. Okay, we got it. But in so doing, they're going to have to acknowledge that they elected and put in power and supported someone that was not competent to fill that role. Not even... Not even a little bit. During the campaign. Mm -hmm. You could tell he was not all there. Hey, I'm going to put the global terrorist pipe to us. Yeah. Smells like Johnson Johnson baby powder. I like that. That's good. But you know what they knew with Joe Biden is that they could make him do anything they wanted as opposed to like Amy Klobuchar or uh, whoever else was running. That woman. These people are just nut jobs. Eric Swalwell just continues going down. He's circling the drain. And, you know, the sad thing is their constituency base is going to continue reelecting them because they are giving them this uh, this just uh, hyperbole Mm -hmm. over and over and over again. And... They, they feed into it. They buy into it. They love it. They absolutely love it because it feels, and this is the tactic that Trump took, but there was more truth to this, mm-hmm. but they're taking this tactic saying, this is how evil the right is. The right is comprised of all these racists, all these Klan members, all the supremacy, and you go out your front door and you're just like, well, where, where is it? And then Donald Trump did it in the stance of, though, it's like, look, this is the left over here, folks. Just look at this. And it's true because they were literally doing what Trump was saying. And it's yeah. like, hey, he's right. But that's why he's garnished so much support and people blindly follow him, which is a big issue. But um, anyway, let's go back to the Elon Musk thing, because the declaration came from a signed statement of a friend. Of a friend. This is news now. Like, this is where your journalistic integrity is like, well, Josh touched my pee pee and I'm his friend. Will you sign this and say it's true? Of course. What's going to happen? I mean, come on. That's not a court of law. Anybody can sign anything. Oh, yeah, it's true. I mean, this is ridiculous, but email correspondence and other records, which the friend provided business insider reportedly corroborate the claims. And again, a lot of that shit can be faked. Uh, The attendant reportedly told her friend that SpaceX encouraged her to get licensed as a masseuse so she could give Musk massages. She said Musk propositioned her during one such massage. Musk denied the sexual claims in a brief statement to Business Insider, insisting that there is a lot more to this story. He said, if I were inclined to engage in sexual harassment, this is unlikely to be the first time in my entire 30-year career that it comes to light, he wrote, calling the story a politically motivated hit piece. The SpaceX CEO requested more time to respond, and while Business Insider did give him more time, he did not respond by press time. Christopher Kardashian, the company's vice president of legal, told the outlet, I'm not going to comment on any settlement agreements. SpaceX did not immediately respond to an after-hours request from Fox Business Musk appeared to address the story on Twitter, saying the attacks against him should be viewed as political. And this is where I feel he went wrong. 
Now, let me read for you um, the tweets here. Now, I get where Elon's coming from, and he's, he's right in a sense, but he's doing it the wrong way. Uh, he, he tweeted out on May 19th, 2022, he says, the attacks against me should be viewed through a political lens. This is their standard, despicable playbook, but nothing will deter me from, from fighting for a good future and your right to free speech. This also shows you why the left is so afraid of free speech. Again, they are going after Elon left and right. Isn't it funny? Isn't it convenient? Isn't it convenient, ladies and gentlemen, that once Elon comes out and says, I want free speech, I want all this stuff, then the stuff starts surfacing. Mm-hmm. You, why, were there, why were there no accusations prior to this? Why? There was nothing. There wasn't a peep. So now, I'm sorry, me too, hashtag me too, all this stuff, nobody believes you anymore because of instances like this. Oh, how convenient. Oh, how convenient. Do you know, Tara Reid said Did the that. Biden thing, yeah. Yep. And nobody cared. Nobody cared. Nobody cared. These same liberal women bags, don't get the same treatment. These same douchebags just said nothing. They overlooked it. Not a word. Didn't even report on nope. it. Nope. And this, I mean, it was a legitimate yeah. case. Was there any investigation? No, not nothing. even a little bit. She was just told to be quiet. Yeah. And, and, and then what did Alyssa Milano do? She's like, well, you know, people make mistakes. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. You were ready to just, you know, rip off uh, Kavanaugh's dick and crucify him to the cross of hashtag me too without any conclusive evidence except hearsay from 30 years ago mm-hmm. from Christine Ballsy Ford, who, you know, offense looked like, you know, a sack of sweaty balls that had been put through a meat grinder. It's like, I just don't see it. Like even 30 years ago, you could not have been hot enough to fuck. I just don't see it. But even still, that's what we're going off of. A a, a judge being appointed to the Supreme Court yeah. is brought before Congress and just dragged across the coals of public uh, uh, public opinion, the court of public opinion, mm-hmm. and nothing was presented except hearsay. I'm sorry, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. And here's the deal for all the actual rape victims out there. This screws you over because now no one wants to believe you anymore. And I'm not saying that you're, and here, it's such a slippery slope. I can understand how difficult it is to come forward when you're dealing with issues like that because of the guilt, the worry, the retribu- the, the, the worry about retribution. I understand that. It's not an easy thing. Mm-hmm. But what should be fought against is these accusations of what happened to Kavanaugh, what is happening right now to Elon Musk. It's like, oh, how convenient. This is why I don't believe you anymore. You, This is what the left has done. They have undermined every victim out there that is afraid to come forward because of what they're doing right now by weaponizing accusations of rape mm-hmm. and sexual misconduct conduct for a politically motivated hit piece. They are doing so much damage to those out there that need to get help, that want to come forward, and they justifiably should. But it's like, hey, as long as it's against the person we hate, no, no, that's okay. And if it's against somebody we love, like, oh, don't don't talk about it. And the right does it as well. Mm-hmm. Because all of these MAGA people out there, they're God king. Dude, the comments I see on these, these boomer Facebook posts, Trump was sent by God. Trump is God, blah, blah, blah. Trump literally was caught on camera saying you could just go up and grab the by the pussy. It's just so good. You, you, when you're rich, you could do anything. Do I think Trump has done that? Absolutely, I do. You don't make accusations. You don't make claims like that without actually knowing that you have the capabilities of doing it. Yeah. Trump 
He's, he's not one of those guys that guys could be like, I can just say whatever I want and not really do it. No, he, I'm sure he does. But these conservatives that worship him mm -hmm. and they make him akin to God, it's like, this dude has probably banged more prostitutes than like, probably. you know, Dan Blazarian. I'm kind of like, <laughs> um, if you want to sit there and you want to throw Christianity into the ring and you want to make that side by side with Donald Trump compared to the left, it's like they're on the same playing field morally. Yeah. But here's the other part of that. I don't care. You know, and nobody is really in a position to judge anybody else's life. Exactly. But that's not how we are anymore. Our no. society now, right. just like with Elon Musk. Dude, if I ran for political office, I guarantee I would be accused of everything under the sun. Oh, my God. He beats baby schnauzers or something. It's just something so ridiculous. Like, okay, yeah. I didn't see that one coming. Like, Ooh, yeah, weird. I don't know. But that's what's happening right now. Yeah. That's in, again, all this does, this doesn't go for justice. This is political hit pieces. This is political theater. And midterms are coming up, and right now Elon is the number one focal point of the left because they want to bring him down. Because now that he's identified as voting Republican, he is one of, if not the main figurehead of the right, and they're going to do every gun will be trained on him. Every political gun will be on Elon now to bring him down. And the beautiful part about it, if Elon, and this is why, if you don't know who Dave Portnoy is, he's the CEO of Barstool Sports. This dude has come out and he's taking the right approach. He's like, you can't fucking cancel me. I'm yeah. not going to let you. Go fuck yourself. He's pretty funny. He's great. He fucking makes fun of him. Dave yeah. Chappelle, when you stand up to the Twitter mob, mm -hmm. when you stand up to the MSM and you give them a both middle finger to the wind, what can they do? And this is why I feel Elon went wrong. And here's why. He does another follow-up tweet and he says... But I have a challenge to this liar who claims their friend saw me exposed. Describe just one thing, anything about at all, scars, tattoos, that isn't known by the public. She won't be able to do so because it never happened. Okay, he's right there. That doubles. But all you have done is given credence to this story. All you have done is basically given them the power now to back the ball back. Don't do it. Instead, take him to court. Mm-hmm. Take him to court and roast them. This is what I'm saying. And I get it. I get where Elon's coming from because all we've done now is shifted the, the optics to the court of public opinion. And instead, if we've seen great examples in the recent past that we should be focusing on, Nick Sandman, Kyle Rittenhouse, take it to court and start holding them legally accountable. So all these female accusers, and I'm not trying to pick on women here, but all these female accusers that are saying stuff like this, Put their asses in the hot box and you sue the fuck out of them and you start ruining some lives financially. And then you're going to start getting people saying, be careful when you do that, yeah. because unless you've got ear, unless you've got empirical evidence, you're fucked. Mm -hmm. And all of these accusations go away. Right. But if you're a victim and you've got the proof, then come forward by all means. And that's the other part that some victims don't have proof. And that's why it's kind of like I get the slippery slope. But here's the reality of it. If you don't have proof. What are people supposed to believe? Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of victims. I have a friend. She's a, we've had long discussions about this. She was a victim of rape. We're still really good friends. And we've talked about this. She's a liberal. And I told her, it's like, look, I don't know what you want me to tell you. What I'm giving you, what I'm saying right now actually benefits you. You just don't like hearing it. If you are raped and you go home and you wash everything off and you don't report it, no one's going to believe you. And they shouldn't because anyone can lie. Mm -hmm. And I know that's a difficult situation to be in. Like, I'm not trying to downplay it. I'm not trying to say... And, you, and it's up to the person. It is up to the person to make that decision. And I'm not saying it should be forced, but you need to have this moral or you need to have this very cognizant understanding that if you wash away the evidence and you don't report it and you wait a long time, what are we supposed to believe? And the conditions now are set to where I'm probably not going to believe you. 
because of every single person that has come out and made these false accusations for political reasoning. Yeah. That's why these people are undermining your potential for credibility. Mm -hmm. I hope that makes sense. And please do not take this the wrong way. I am not telling women to be quiet. Every woman or, or man, it happens to men too, it's your decision. But you cannot, you need to make this decision knowing that if you wash away the evidence, if you essentially sit on this for time, the chances of you being believed are probably slim to none. I mean, I, I just don't know what else to tell you. Maybe, uh, maybe some people are going to disagree with that, and I'm sure they will. But overall, the point that I'm trying to make actually benefits these victims to say, document it, go file the reports, get the evidence collected, and you don't even have to move forward on it if you want. But there is a statute of limitations on a lot of this stuff. Mm -hmm. But back to the main point, Elon, don't hit the ball back into their thing. Just go, all right, I'll see you in court. Scare them. Yeah. Scare them. Especially when you got the money. To when you've it. got the money, boy, yeah. flex on them. Yeah. It's like nothing. That's nothing. You're like, all right, well, let's, I guess we'll settle this in court. Exactly. Yeah, bring your proof. I'll bring my proof. Exactly. And then if you lose, I'm countersuing you and yep. I'm going to ruin your life. Yep. And then watch suddenly all that stuff just kind of goes away. Yeah. But by doing this, by engaging in this, mm -hmm. Elon's doing it the wrong way. You shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. Take him to court. Take him to court. And then all these all these MSM outlets that took this as truth, you go after them too. Yeah. It's like you should have done more research on this. This is this essentially, I mean, honestly. You got to uh, Nick Sandman. Nick Sandman over there. Freaking, yeah. Kyle Rittenhouse. All these people. Yeah. It's like, own the, own the, because Nick Sandman even, I think, I think, who, I forget who made a post, but it was a picture with Nick Sandman and said, this kid doesn't have to work again for the rest of his life. He's a millionaire, but he chooses to. Now he's in the political arena. It's like, there you go. It was like, you, good job, CNN. You just basically employed Nick Sandman for the rest of his life and probably his children, too. Yeah. He got millions from him. Good for you. It was just from one network, right? One network. So, um, I'm pretty sure. I know Kyle Rittenhouse is going after a few, yeah. but I know Sandman took it to CNN and won. Yeah. So, I, 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 I don't know. he was going after, like, all of them. Yeah. I'm too, I hope he, because they, yeah. And Rittenhouse is justified in doing that. They wow. were, my God, there were MSM hosts calling him a white supremacist. They were calling him a murderer. It's like, okay, that's libel. <laughs> there we go. That's all I needed. Mm -hmm. Take these people to the cleaners. Oh, yeah. And off the top, off topic, I haven't seen anything on Don Lemon in a while over at CNN. Have you? Mm -mm. CNN's kind of like, everything's Brian Stelter now. Everybody's making fun of him. Yeah, that guy's an idiot. Like all of their, yeah, all their anchors are yeah, stupid. total activists. Yeah, and oh, offer absolutely. no substance to the conversation. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's okay, except like the um, new press secretary. Did you ever see her shtick? Oh my gosh! Yeah, she called everybody. Everybody was a racist. No, I didn't oh, see that part. Oh my god, dude! There's what happened like with this, this super cut of her? Just like all of her comments Wait, that she's made about. Uh, was this prior to her taking that position? Prior. Oh, go figure. It's go figure. It's pretty nasty. Oh my god. Oh, oh let's oh let's god. just let's How's just break this give down. Anybody a fair shake when Damn. she's looking at somebody yeah. who's a different race over like this guy's probably a racist. Absolutely. Everything. Everything is racist. Yeah. That's how they are now. That's it's, how it is. Like, oh my God. And like we read that tweet yesterday. It's like, you know, this black conservative is like, I have no respect for white apologists. Stop walking on eggshells around black people. Don't be afraid to offend them. And you should offend the fuck out of them. Yeah. These black, and I'm not talking about all black, I'm talking about these black supremacists that are trying to use white guilt to try and get what they want. Look at the BLM. That's exactly what they did. Oh yeah, they made. The majority of that was probably white liberal money. And I'm sitting there as like, you dumb, you dumb bitches. Like you, know, you uh, dumb bitches. You part of me is it. kind of impressed that they. That's, that's that an impressive they had balls to do it. That's an impressive like, You know what we could probably do is just start this thing called Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Raise a lot of money. Oh, I'm telling you. And then we'll spend it on ourselves. Oh my God. It's we'll just, it's so funny to lives. me. Yeah. I mean, that's just, uh, that's where we're at. That's where we're at. And unfortunately, that's just, uh, yeah. 
But you got to think that we're headed back into the, the right direction with this stuff. I mean, I think Elon being a part of this bigger conversation is yeah. a telling sign that, okay, this guy who's generally a liberal yeah. can look at things and be like, you know what? Mm-hmm. These guys are crazy. Yeah. I, I hadn't done any research on the new uh, press secretary, but everything that was identified about her through the MSN was that she's black, she's part of the LGBT, um, and I forget you, what you else. You get all the important stuff. Exactly. Out of the way. We're just you, hitting all the inter, inter, intersectional. But yeah, in. and I'm just kind of like, all right, this is this is annoying. Say no more. That's, yeah. I just needed those two first things. Yeah, that's just that's the. Well, here's some great news. Oh, by the way, ninety bucks to fill up my gas tank yesterday. Thanks, Biden, motherfucker. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm just yeah. I can't. Uh. AP North Pole says Joe Biden's approval dips to lowest of his presidency. President Joe Biden, again, like I've always said, who's running the poll? Where is the poll being conducted on? Um, you know, so keep, please keep that in mind. As much as I agree with this, it's like, wait, it's like, yeah, we polled a thousand people in, you know, deep Texas. It's like, <laughs> well, go fucking figure. Mm. I mean, yeah. So President Joe Biden's approval rating dipped to the lowest point of his presidency in May. A new poll shows with the deepening pessimism emerging among members of his own Democratic Party. Only 39% of U.S. adults approve Biden's performance as president. According to the poll from the Associated Press, NORC, Center for Public Research, dipping from already negative ratings a month earlier. Overall, only about 2 in 10 adults say the U.S. is heading in the right direction. I want to talk to these two people. Like, 2 in 10 people, like this 39%. Like, you want to sit down, it's like, okay, Okay, um, explain to me how you think he's doing a good job. I'm, I'm really, I'm really interested in this. Know. Explain this to me. They're, they work for him in the exactly. White House. Yeah. Like, listen, listen, <laughs> it's all guys. like, yes. All of them have like ties to Joe Biden. It's like yeah. his family and his fam- friends of family and friends of friends of his family. It's like, okay, we see what's going on here. Okay, thanks, Hunter. <laughs> we appreciate your, your opinion. Thank you for your input. Your yeah, no bias there whatsoever. This guy gets it. Totally gets it. He stays out of my business. I can oh use the God. name. <laughs> Uh, the findings reflect a widespread sense of exasperation in a country facing a cascade of challenges ranging from inflation, gun violence, and a sudden shortage of baby formula to a persistent pandemic. I don't know how much worse it can get, said Milan Ramsey, a 29-year-old high school counselor and Democrat in Santa Monica, California, with, who with her husband had, move, had to move into her parents' house to raise her infant son. Ramsey thinks the economic dysfunction that's led to her being unable to afford the place where she grew up isn't Biden's fault. You live in California. That's just California's fault. I mean, you can't really blame all of the presidency. You know, California is just a shithole. It was expensive yeah. when Trump was president. Exactly. It's that's the, just California. That's the leadership of... Uh-huh. Yep. Ramsey thinks the economic... Uh, blah, 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 blah. He hasn't delivered on any of the promises. I feel like the stimulus checks came out, and that was the last win of his administration, Ramsey said it by. How is that a win? You literally just printed more money. Yeah, you gave it to the people. And now, there. I think it's the UK. I forget who it is. Some other countries out there is like, you know, to um, to combat inflation, we're going to send out some more stimulus checks. It's like, uh, you're just devaluing the dollar. <laughs> what are you doing? I know, man. Like, oh, my God. I'll tell you, these inflation rates are going to go up to like 13%. What was it back Jeez. in the 80s? I think back in the 80s, it was like 13%. Oh, my God. So if God. you were out buying a house. Bro, it's, it's, it's crazy. Some people are going like to stop that. buying cars. People are already stopping to buy cars. The housing market's going insane. And it's just like, how much worse can it get? I know, man. And I'm not that's I'm not posing that like a challenge. But you know, I, 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 I'll take it. I'll take you're on. You're on. Hey man, just wait. I got another trick up my sleeve. Hey, let's go to war Fire with Fire up that money printing machine. 
create trillions. <laughs> Pretty much. I just, you know, like I said, we needed four years of Biden, but fuck me running, dude. I didn't think you were going to, you were going to, you know, fuck it up this bad. Like, yeesh. Yeah, I thought it'd be kind of bad, but it's like, holy hell, bro. You have like exceeded expectations, like astronomically. Like I have never seen hmm. anybody do this bad before. And Interesting. I can honestly say I've, I'm, I'm 37 years old. Let me think when I, when I really started paying attention to politics under the Obama administration, well, more like Bush, the end of Bush's term, mm -hmm. but heavily into Obama. And I have to say as much as I didn't like Obama, I, he doesn't even compare to Biden. Biden is just like riding this train into the dirt. Bro, you just, you can't tell me that. Oh, Barack Obama doesn't have input. You see, I don't think so. But here's the reason why. I think possibly a little bit. They're because probably he, using him. Why else would he be out there stumping for him? I but he's it, out there trying to explain yeah. why the things are the way they are. I but, think that this guy is look. I'm two two parts here though. I think Obama is eventually going to not publicly distance himself from Biden, but he is going to distance himself from Biden because he understands and sees if Obama continues to keep his train hitched to Biden, he's going down with Biden. Biden's going down. Who else but the would second you want as president is, other than Joe Biden? Because you can literally make this guy do anything bro, you want. And Elon Musk is right. Yeah. Whoever's running the teleprompter yeah. is the president. So yeah. you have Barack Obama back there. Like, and let me Ooh. tell you something. These gas prices are going up. Oh, my God. I, yeah, I mean, it's, I just, um, Obama's presidency wasn't nearly this bad. So it's kind of like if they are letting Obama run the right. scene, we would have way more moderate decisions versus progressive ones that are just really destroying the DNC. I don't think Obama is as progressive as Biden is allowing himself to become. I really don't. I think he is. I think, think so? he is that progressive. Yeah, I think his, that's his, his, mm -hmm. his presidency kept continuously getting more and more extreme. Mm -hmm. Right. Under the Obama administration? Under the Obama administration. I so would say in the, in the, the terms of race, gas yeah. prices. You can yeah. see it with the gas prices. So when Bush was president, you know, gas was under two bucks. True. Obama took over. Mm. Slowly they raised up. Slowly yeah. they raised up. And that then by true. the end of his presidency, they were, it was like in the $3 range. No, it was it was more than that. Because I remember I was stationed at Fort Campbell. Um, that's excuse me. We were, we were paying for something a gallon. Yeah. It was it was bad. Because I remember I've been in Texas for since 96. So, mm -hmm. I mean... I watched the gas prices, you know, they were steady. It's mm -hmm. always, it's usually better than the rest of the country. Yeah. And then you just slowly see it going up. And, uh, yeah. and then you heard Trump talk about it. He's like, gas prices, you can get it under control. You can get at energy dependence. You could talk to OPEC. Yeah. And then once he became president, mm -hmm. like magic, yeah. all the gas prices, it was under $2 again. Yep. For the most part. Which, you know, I was thinking about this Except today. in California. It's, it's, well, yeah. I mean, California is just a lost cause. You might as well just like blow the San Which Andreas fault line and watch yeah. it drift over to Russia. But it's like, you still, can have it. It went from, what, six bucks down to four. Maybe, which, you know, here's here's an idea. Maybe we can negotiate a deal for a ceasefire in Ukraine. What if, hear me out on this. What if we tell Putin, like, hey, give it up on Ukraine. You've already lost enough people. But here's what we'll do. We'll let you invade California. Good idea, right? I don't know. I, I mean, come on. California we could, we could build the Nord Stream 3 pipeline and make yeah. it go across the ocean and then, you know, really put ourselves at a disadvantage to Russia. Because, I mean, Biden would be all about like, hey, man, it's a great idea. Let's let's do it. I don't know why my Biden sounds like Owen Wilson, like an older. All right, man. Wow. It does, it does sound like an old Owen Wilson. It, it kind of does, man. Like, it's crazy. But, yeah. Well, what if we just allow Russia to invade California? And then it's like, hey, whatever resources you get, you can take it. And, uh, I don't know what don't we're getting know. out of that. What we, what we would get out of that is like, here's the deal, though. You've got to blow the fault line and then tow it back to Russia. There we go. Problem fixed. Goodbye, Gavin Newsom. It's, get rid of them all. Yeah, it's really sad. California is such a beautiful state. It is. 
such it a is. Big, and, and there are yeah. great people in California too. And there are, except Democrats. I mean, yeah. it's just the Democrats are in mm-hmm. full control and control everything. Like, how yeah. do you go about? I'm. It seems like there's yeah. a lot of Republicans there. Oh, there are, and you know, because there are big Republican cities. Like I believe, like, I forget if San Diego is red or blue. I know San Diego is also a very big military town, mm-hmm. but yeah, places like LA, you're never turning that red. You will never turn that red. I don't know. I think I just don't see it. You, people, the way I mean, this is going, and people continue, continuously yeah. vote for this type of stuff. It's well, it's because you, you have, gotta, you have you politicians get, like Eric Swalwell that go out there and they just double down on the ignorant, um, uh, just conspiracies, the the ignorant accusations, and the left well, eats this up. So until these people start saying, "Wait a minute." We've been lied to. You've been manipulating us to hate the right. Meanwhile, all you have given us, like, here's the message to liberal Democrats in California. If you would take a second and just stop and look at where you're at economically, look at your freaking, your GP, look at at all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Look at your GDP, look at all this stuff. And look at the consistent voting record that you've got in these various counties and maybe kind of take an eye out on that and say, you know, maybe we should give Red a shot. Let's just, I mean, Larry Elder made a shot at it. And what did they do? They destroyed Mm -hmm. him. Oh, yeah. They tried recalling Gavin Newsom. What did they do? You reelected the moron. You had your opportunities and you didn't take it. And I'm, I'm not saying they're trying to blame every single person, but by and large, you, you've you done this to yourself. You get what you vote for. You voted back in the very same dude that imposed these lockdowns, that imposed the mass mandates, and then turns around and violates them. And this was prior. This was prior to the recall. And you still voted in this piece of shit. I think the issue they have, too, with their voting is that ballot harvesting yeah. is legal there. Oh yeah, which is bullshit. That so is if bullshit. They go to like a, I don't know, uh, an assisted living home. Mm-hmm. They could go in there and yep. collect everybody's ballot, yep. fill it out for them, mm-hmm. take it, drop it off at a ballot box. Oh, but saying that shouldn't be legal—that's racist. Yeah, I, I don't understand how that's racist, but okay. <clears throat> but yeah, so again, Biden's presidency—it's dipping. His ratings are at thirty-nine percent now, according to this poll. Um, and here's the other thing—that's like a big. Red flag for the Biden administration. Former Obama econ advisor Furman says many policy failures and formula shortage were at FDA. They're not doing a lot more. They could. Um, on Thursday's broadcast of CNN's Don Lemon tonight. Oh, my God. They're saying this on CNN. with the whew, Things are bad. Things are really bad. Um, on Thursday's broadcast of CNN's Don Lemon tonight, Jason Furman, who served as chairman of the Council of Economic Advisors under President Barack Obama, and on the Council of Economic Advisors and the National Economic Council under President Bill Clinton, and is currently a professor of the practice of economic policy at Harvard University and the Harvard Kennedy School, said that in the formula shortage, there are so many different failures of government policy, many of them at the FDA, and that... The problem is the FDA. There's a lot more they could do that they're still not doing. Furman stated there are still there are so many different failures of government policy, many of them at the FDA. They layer it on top of long set of policies. He added, we're going to see that the plant that the FDA offered offline coming back online in the next week or two. We're seeing these shipments from overseas. The administration has invoked the Defense Production Act to make sure that some of the key ingredients are being prioritized for baby formula over everything else. None of this, though, none of these steps will work instantly. That's true. Because anybody out there that knows that when it comes to supply chain things, it takes a while. Yeah. Like, it takes weeks. It, it's not just an overnight thing. Furman's, uh, Furman further said, I certainly think there could have been some earlier action here, but we're seeing some very decisive action now, as much as the president can do. The problem is the FDA. There's a lot more they could have done, and they're still not doing. Apparently, the FDA was alerted about this one plant that was basically um, 
putting out harmful ingredients and stuff like that. And they didn't do the recall soon enough. They sat on the information mm-hmm. due to policies and procedures that were already set into place. They said, this is a result. I mean, from even the, even Obama's dudes, Bill Clinton's dude, economic advisor, someone that you would think would be insanely loyal to the Democratic Party because he served under two Democratic presidents. Mm-hmm. Even when he's coming out saying, uh, wait a minute, guys, this is a fuck up. Like, this is a massive fuck up. And once again, proves the point of why do we need the FDA? The FDA is the causation for a lot of this. Yeah. Now, here's the deal. Now, John's like, well, the FDA has helped a lot of people from getting killed. You're, tr- you're right on that. But let's look at this point. What if, I mean, here's the deal. They already did release a lot of these things, these harmful things. And that company should be sued into existence or sued out of existence. And then somebody else is going to step up and be like, well, you know what? They screwed up. Well, this other formula company, now guess what we're going to do? We're going to start taking the formulas they had and making them ourselves. And let's fill that slot. That's free market capitalism. And that's how it should be. It's a competitive market. That's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. That will not happen. The FDA will not let it happen. The FDA has caused so much damage in America and people just don't realize it. And again, Again, we're now importing it from Europe, apparently, and then also trying to speed up these ingredients being processed to help uh, create more formula to sell, which, according to Crenshaw, the $40 billion is going to help fix, and actually it will. Um, you know, why wouldn't they go down to Mexico? Because it looked like they had their shelves full. It's a good question. And it would get here a lot quicker. I wonder what Mexico would do as far as markups on the products. Be like, well, you know, you guys have been giving us some shit about the border for a while. So, yeah. Uh, I'm sure. Uh, Where's Canada? Or no, no, actually, no. There were people that were saying on some of these these websites, if you go down to the bottom, you click the Canada option, you can have it shipped from Canada. So please keep that. I don't know if that's true or not. I saw a few articles about it. I'm not sure as in the authenticity of this. But that's, that's something that you could possibly do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a scientist. There was a legitimate scientist. Well, I don't think it was Fauci. So I, I read something I was like, that's got to be satire. But somebody apparently said, think about inter- intermittent fasting for your toddlers, your babies. Like, I'm sorry. Are you stupid? That and does sound like something a Democrat would it say. It does sound like something a Fauci. You know what you should do? Make them wear a mask. Make them wear a mask. They'll forget all about it. Like Fauci also sounds like a pissed off Trump. Make them wear a mask, folks. Trust me, I know masks. I'll tell you what, if you give them a battery to chew on, (laughs) just dip, dip the pacifier in whiskey and they're out. You're good. Give me, give them a little chloroform. They're not going to be hungry because they're not going to be awake. That's right. That's how we fix this. That's how we fix all of this, folks. We can do it. Hey, if you're watching right now from Facebook or YouTube, uh, we're doing the giveaways at the end of every stream or every show. One bag of Weedos, one bag of Doitos, or one bag of Kratom. It's your option. So if you are not on Twitch, you really should be. Download the Twitch app. It is free. It doesn't cost you anything. And you can follow me over there at the John Burke. Also, here is the link. Come over to Twitch. we got the Lost Savages over there. It's a great community of people. We have good moderation team put into place where we can actually have really good engaging conversation. Trolls are immediately booted out. So when you come in there, know that right off the bat. You're not going to come in here and be a complete moron. Well, what about free speech? It's my house, my rules. If you don't like it, you can say it on your own platform. That's the way the First Amendment works with a free market and a private company. If you don't like it, suck my dick. Oh, I felt like I needed to address that before all the little freaking 1A people out there. It's like, oh, you don't believe in free speech. Like, no, I do. I certainly do. But when you're in my house, you're going to obey my fucking rules. So that's why we have a really good, uh, a good group over there on Twitch. We have great people. So again, come over to Twitch. There is the link. It is twitch.tv slash the John Burke. And if you become a subscriber, you're automatically entered into the giveaways at the end of every show. And roughly each bag is valued at roughly about $25. So if you win, you've basically just, you know, earned four or five months worth of subscription and you support the show. You support shell shock. We really appreciate that love and support. You guys are freaking amazing. And you get a nice little snack and you get a nice little snack. That's going to get you high. And I'm going to be high. dog, the bounty hunter, man, this guy's just a moron. 
<laughs> Color me shocked. <laughs> Color me shocked. <laughs> hey, I, just, I can't. I don't even have to do an impression of this guy. Um, <laughs> I, I just look at this dude and I'm like, oh my God. All right. But Dog the Bounty Hunter, American, he says Americans should have to show mental health card to buy a gun. You're right, dog. You're right. I think you should be first because clearly you're off your fucking rocker. Dwayne Chapman, a.k.a. Dog the Bounty Hunter, reacted to Saturday's Buffalo shooting by claiming that Americans should have had have to get a mental health card from a doctor before buying a gun. Okay, real quick, off the cuff. Now, all you've done is given the doctors the ability to give and withhold rights. That's not the way the Bill of Rights works, you fucking blonde-headed retard. Jesus Christ. Do any of you celebrities out there think before you open that cock sheath of yours and the diarrhea just comes flowing out? Do you never think the ramifications of the shit you say? You should go get a mental health card from a doctor. Okay, what if it's a liberal doctor? Do not tell me that they would not do that or try that. You're damn right they would. Giving that ability to deny a right to a medical provider? Get the fuck out of here. Inalienable rights, you moron. Stick to doing your bounty hunting for whatever and you fucking... Oh, God, you... This is what happens when you let trailer park people open their fucking mouth. Like, shut up, dude. Just, just shut up. Do your stupid TV show and be quiet. Is like, it still on? I hope not. This guy's a moron. Chapman appeared on Newsmax's Eric Bowling the Balance on Thursday and said, the Biden administration is trying to pass laws about not possessing guns in parks and not possessing a gun at a theater house. That is not going to stop anything. I will agree with him. I agree with him on that one. Uh, he added, just because some people have been shot in a park at our supermarket to have a law to say you can't uh, have one there didn't work in the first place. Here's my idea after 40-some years of experience. You need a mental health card from a doctor that says you qualify to be able to own a gun. It's called the Bill of Rights. Show me where the qualifying factor is outside of being an American citizen. You can't, dog, because you don't know what you're talking about. Again, these are these people. I'm not a constitutional lawyer, but I can easily sit there and take a look at a statement like that and say, dude, that's going to blow up in your face. Are you serious? Are you really serious with this? You really think that a doctor or a psychologist or a therapist, whatever the case may be, you really think a good chunk of them would not have a political bias saying, hey, any chance I get to deny someone their right to possess a firearm to defend themselves, I'm not going to take. You are smoking crack, sir. You are smoking crack. This guy's an idiot. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's right on the first part. I'll give him that. But it's, ooh, you had me in the first half, but then you just went retarded. Sorry, can't support you anymore. You're a moron. I just can't. A little too much of a party going on there in the back. Oh, my God, bro. Get a haircut. A third of U.S. should be considering masks, officials say. Oh, that's right. We're back to that again. Midterms coming up. And don't forget the monkey smallpox are here. The monkey pox, what it's called. That's in the news now. So get ready for that. We're not going to have to wear masks. We have to wear bodysuits. That's a, yeah. Yeah. You got to wear a condom, three pairs of socks, and a bodysuit, according to uh, Lord Emperor Fauci. Matter of fact, you got to wear two suits. Two suits. Two suits and two condoms. 13 masks. 13 masks. Couple condoms. COVID-19 cases are increasing in the United States and could get even worse over the coming months. Federal health officials, the coming months. Oh, what's coming up in the coming months, ladies and gentlemen? Didn't we call this? Hey. We got midterms coming up. What's going on? Johnson, what can we do for this? Um, Have we tried pandemic? Well, we did, Mm -hmm. but uh, let's try pandemic 2.0. No, it's not going to happen. I'm telling you right now, the citizens will not tolerate it at this point. Nope. I am telling you, the people are tired of it. You are seeing the economic. This is the other thing that I cannot blame fully on Biden as much as I want to because I do not like Biden. The economic fallout we are still dealing with. We are still dealing with. A lot of people don't seem to understand. There were hundreds of thousands of businesses that went under Mm -hmm. across the country that is going to impact the economy on such a massive level. And now you've got Biden day one, canceling 10,000 jobs at the Keystone, canceling all these jobs. 
hey, I created, you know, 8 million jobs. No, you didn't. People are just going back to work. It's, it's so annoying it at is. this point. And people seem to forget this. So it's kind of like, maybe we should take that into account. The next time they try and pull one of these pandemics on, it's like, no, you you closed us down. Yeah. You gave us like what? We got two stimulus checks for like the total of like, what, $2,400? That's not even a month's salary for most people. That's not going to pay your bills. No, no. Hey, I say, yeah, here's the $1,200 for the peasants. Uh, spend that, you know, buy some, mm. buy some mead, whatever. Oh. Sprinkle it. Uh, meanwhile, we, we shan't wear masks, and we'll sit down and shit and go to shat and go toilets. That's what she'll do, yeah. Shat and go. Yeah, shat and go. <laughs> but the citizens have got to come together collectively yeah. and reject this. Reject this and do not let this happen. Mm -hmm. Because, ladies and gentlemen, we're already seeing the government is incapable of fixing the damage they caused through these shutdowns. I mean, really think about this. Like, genuinely think about this. If this was a pandemic of the epic proportions they said it was, there would be way more dead. The CDC would not have come out and admitted they fudged some numbers. There was massive or there was gross inflation on these numbers. Yeah. You would not have these nurses like Aaron, the nurse, and all them coming out, blowing the whistle on these people. This stuff would be legitimate. It's not. It is not. I'm not afraid to say that. And every one of these scientific activists that come out there and they say just all this data, your data has been compromised because of your political bias. No one believes you. So when the time came for the government to step up, and it's almost like, again, I'm not a political prophet, but fuck me running. Stevie Wonder could have seen this one coming. When you give the government the ability to take over and run something effectively, they never do. They never do. This is what happens when you don't trust your government. You get an economic recession. You get inflation. You get all this stuff. And then the government and the next administration comes in and they fuck it up even more. And now we're sending money to Ukraine. We're getting involved in this proxy war. We're dealing with formula shortage. All of these things, ladies and gentlemen, are a result of... Oh, oh, I'm almost there. Oh, oh, the government. Oh, God, I need a towel. Oh, God. You know, it's strange how they did that, though, where, okay, so wars are largely unpopular, yeah. right, with the American people. Mm -hmm. so well, yeah, now they are, yeah. So what happens... Ukraine and Russia. So, yeah. you know, we could we'll support yeah. Ukraine. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. You know, it's still a little bit of war. A little we bit. Could, <laughs> it's like, it's like. A piece it's, of war. It's, hawks, it's a great bit. market value war. It's yeah. great value war. It's, it's war light. <laughs> it's war light. I could see that. Yeah, yeah we'll absolutely. Just, we'll sit back here and we'll just fund it and watch it and put it yeah. on television. People love war. People love war. They we love, love watching we love, it. Yeah, absolutely. They love watching it. And we'll root for the underdog. Hey, you know who somebody that is that hasn't been getting a lot of good press is Chip Roy. Representative yeah. Chip Roy, he's been out there. Like I shouldn't say good press. He hasn't been getting any press, but I've been seeing him circulating on. So, and this dude is taking it to the left. He's out there and he's talking about, uh, you know, he talked to, I, I saw a clip yesterday where he's like, you know, this 40 billion is like, why don't we have a debate on the floor? We owe that to the American people. That's our job. Instead yeah. of wearing these stupid little blue and yellow ribbons, like, dude, I know. I heard that. And I was like, I think I felt something moving between my legs. I'm not sure if it was my vagina. Cause apparently now men can get pregnant. <laughs> I still have, I, uh, if there's somebody out there that could help me locate my mangina, I'm very interested in finding this because apparently men can get pregnant. I was not aware of this. I thought, um, I didn't realize I had a uterus. I did not realize I had um, fallopian tubes or anything like that. I, I just thought, uh, I mean, because think about it. If I had a vagina, then what, what need do I have of women? I could just fuck myself. That'd be great. It requires some Gumby style skill, but doable, I would think. Okay. I would hope, I would try. And if not, well, then I could surgically make that happen because by God, it's 2022 and we can do anything. All right. Except get rid of this piece of shit president that we've got. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, it's warm in here. A third yeah, of the U.S. Not. should be considered masks. Should be considering masks official. Okay, I haven't even read this article, and I'm already saying how is a third 
going to stop COVID. It's either all or nothing. And I'm not trying to give them any ideas here. But explain to me if masks work and masks don't work, whatever the case, Mm -hmm. and you're saying one third of the population should be masking up. Explain that to me. How how does that work? Please, please. I know. That that makes no sense. That makes no sense. So burglars, you want just burglars to keep wearing masks? We could do that. That's what it looks like. Uh, COVID-19 cases are increasing in the United States and could get even worse in the coming months. Federal health care officials warned Wednesday in the urging the area's hardest hit to consider reissuing calls for indoor masking. Or you could suck my left nut. Get the fuck out of here. You've already done this. You have already done this. It didn't work. Even Bill Gates come out there, came out there. And again, he's no subject man. But when you got Bill Gates coming out, there's like, yeah, it actually turned out to be uh, really affecting, uh, you know, older people. It's like, um, that's kind of what was reported from the get-go. And y'all denied the science people that accused yeah. the right of denying the science. You ignored the science because of your political bias. You ignored the science. So don't you don't get to sit there and use the science as your excuse anymore. I don't think they ignored it at all. I think they knew what the science was and they just did what they wanted to do because they needed to, to win an election. It's the same thing as ignoring the science. Is it? Or is it? Yeah, they ignored the science. They knew what the science was. They ignored it. They knew they were lying. Yeah. They knew it. They just wanted control. And now they're trying to do the exact same thing to manipulate midterms because they know they're about to get slaughtered in this red wave. They know it. Anything they can do to posture themselves is like, well, we're the saviors. Like, it didn't work out that way. Hopefully. I heard the uh, in the North Carolina, like, Republicans were outvoted the Democrats by, like, 150,000. Dude, I would not be surprised. Yeah. That's what it needs to be. I mean, it needs to be <clears throat> numbers we've never seen before. I think it's people, coming. People think, showing yeah. up mm-hmm. that have never voted. I'm telling you, here's how you fight back. You get three friends and you go vote. Come midterms, grab three friends, and you go vote. That's oh, all yeah. you got to do. Grab two friends. I don't give a shit. Just go vote. And don't give up on the system. Look, I understand, ladies. I get it. We have no faith or confidence in the elections, but we cannot give up. That's what they want us to do. Do not give up. Mm-hmm. And then now, I forget who this lady is. She's running against Ron DeSantis in Florida. And she legitimately tweeted out. <laughs> he raped me. <laughs> well, yeah, that's coming <laughs> soon. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's coming soon, probably. But no, she tweeted out that Ron DeSantis has helped make Florida be less free. And I'm like, are you fucking retarded? Oh, my God. Are people, you stupid? People are flocking to Florida from I everywhere. know. You had Pelosi going to Florida, Matt. You had AOC yeah. going to Florida. Like, oh, if it's so less free, why do you have these Democrats going down there vacationing? Tens of thousands of New Yorkers. Yeah, they're not going to California. That's for sure. California is the same. It's like, okay. It's like, do you hear yourselves? Do you hear what you say? Like, come on. You less cannot. free? Yeah. Really? I just, I don't know. Okay. 11 Senate Republicans voted on Thursday to defy the Republican and Democrat established and oppose, establishment and oppose a $40 billion aid package to Ukraine. The Senate voted Thursday approve, afternoon to approve H.R. 7691, the Ukraine Supplemental Aid Package 86-11. Nearly the entire Senate voted for the gargantuan aid package to the embattled Eastern European nation, and notably only Republicans only Republicans oppose the legislation to grant tens of billions of dollars in military and economic aid to Ukraine. The 11 Senate conservatives that voted against the bill cited that America cannot keep spending more of its taxpayer dollars while its people reel from inflation or grapple with baby formula shortages. They also contended that it is not in America's interest to further instigate conflict with nuclear-armed Russia. Many of them also raised objections to spending $40 billion without proper offsets to the massive spending on foreign aid. 
The 11 Senate conservatives vote also echoes the decades old America first uh, foreign policy vision of the old American right, wherein conservatives believe that Americans should not get entangled in foreign conflicts. Then 2016 presidential candidate Donald Trump championed this foreign policy vision, and many of these senators have echoed that America first vision. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell have tried to quickly advance the passage of this bill and managed to pass it with the uh, with the support of the majority of Senate Democrats and Senate Republicans. Less than a year, uh, this is a quote, less than a year after ending the war in Afghanistan, establishment Republicans are whipping votes for the Democrats to pour billions more into a new foreign war with almost no debate. A senior GOP aide told Breitbart News, Americans are sick of this kind of nation building and have no interest in flirting in a new war with Russia. The 11th Senate Republicans have voted against the 40 billion aid package include, and there he is, top of the fucking list, my man, Rand Paul. We need, I would, again, I'm saying this again. Rand Paul is the only guy I would actually campaign for. Yeah. He is the only guy I'd be willing to volunteer my time and donate money and say, I am, I want this guy. I try, I like this guy. Mm-hmm. Because in the face of the establishment GOP, Rand Paul is sitting there going, no, yeah. no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And this is why the Rand Pauls are becoming very more and more scarce. The libertarians that are like playing the Republican side, yeah. they're getting scarce. Once Rand is gone, I don't really, I mean, no, there's a few others. There's a few others. I will, I was still, I stand corrected on that. Mm-hmm. Paul falls into the non-interventionist wing of the Republican party. Like his father, former representative Ron Paul, um, Kentucky Senator single-handedly moved to hold up the Ukraine aid package until Thursday. The Kentucky Senator believed that the Ukraine aid package needed an inspector general to ensure that the billions of dollars are spent wisely. Now, Rand, again, Rand knows better. Good luck. That's not going to happen. I mean, and as far as them accurately reporting, good luck. He's trying to stall. He's yeah. trying to stall and get more votes to, you know, be again. It's not going to happen. I respect for him for trying. Yeah. Respect the hell out of him for trying. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Exactly. It's, I mean, if you're not trying, then what's the point? Exactly. Uh, the Kentucky Senator, uh, yeah, but, but he further emphasized that America does not have the money to spend $40 billion. He told Breitbart News Daily host Alex Marlowe that America would have to borrow the money from China to send aid to Ukraine. He says, I think it's important to know that we don't have any money to send. We have to borrow money from China and send to Ukraine. And I think most people... Uh, kind of get that. And many Republicans will say that when it's a new social program, but if it's military aid to a country, they're like, we can borrow that. That's just justified borrowing. Paul explained to Marlowe. And again, here's the beauty of it. China knows exactly what they're doing. China could be donating. China's not getting involved. China wants nothing to do with it because you know why? China is backing Russia. China is backing Russia. As Russia grows, so does China. This is just, this is nuts to me. It's insane. It doesn't make anybody that thinks that's a good idea to borrow money from China <sighs> exactly. for us to you, have to pay back. Exactly. We're already like what seven trillion, eight trillion in dollar debt to them. Like it's a lot of money. Uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of money. And the thing is, it's like when all these you know Democrats and Republicans, especially Republicans, are looking at Nord Stream two and saying, yeah, wow, the EU, you or Germany, you really put yourself at a disadvantage to Russia. What do you think we're doing fiscally with China when we take on these loans? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think we're doing here? And you do realize, like, um, when China decides to freaking call in some favors or call in some of these loans, we're fucked. What are we doing? Oh, guess where that's going to trickle down into? <gasps> Trade. Yeah. That's going to get, okay, well, hey, you know what? You, you always this. But here's what we're going to do. You know, instead of you paying this much for the, we're going to up that cost, and you'll pay that back over time. <laughs> then you're really going to start seeing American-made products get flushed down the toilet. Yeah. That's what I would do is I was China. Here's the thing. China thinks militarily. Everybody thinks China militarily is the biggest threat. No, economically and fiscally, they are the biggest threat. 
They are the biggest threat. These guys are, they're dominating the world economy right now. They're dominating America at least. And they're back in Russia. But we're going to borrow $40 million, $40 million, or billion, billion. excuse me, $40 billion from China. <laughs> China. I, I, I just, I can't, I, dude, these are our elected officials. And oh my God, they are so stupid. You're borrowing from an economic enemy. I mean, they're, they're really not an economic because we have free trade. I shouldn't say free, but we do have trade with them. But you are borrowing from our biggest threat to give money to a corrupted government to fight another big threat. No, I think they, with no oversight. They're doing it on purpose because most of these people in government have money tied up in China. I, oh yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. I think it try maybe mm-hmm. trickles down well, a little bit to their accounts yeah. so that mm-hmm. maybe they can retire. Dude, this is like this is treasonous. This yeah. is treasonous. If some of these politicians like Biden and Hunter, all of them can actually be investigated accurately by the FBI, mm-hmm. which that'll never happen. And you can trace back these, these Chinese ties financially. It's like, that's treason. It should be considered treason. A yeah. sitting politician should have no trade deals with a foreign nation. None mm-hmm. at all at whatsoever. And if you ever did, that should be put under a microscope to say, okay, what did you actually do? Cause again, I am not against free trade. I'm not. I think global trade is a good thing. It's been that way since the dawn of time. But when you have a seated, a seating, a sitting elected official that is negotiating and brokering deals with these foreign nations and, you know, they have a history of doing deals with them, then no, you, there's definitely a conflict of interest. There's a bias. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, Americans, hey, as long as we get our Kardashians on the TV, we don't give a fuck until it comes time where you start getting fucked at the pumps and now you're starting to care. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Democratic Representative DeLauro rips Biden for White House for dragging their feet on baby formula shortage. Um, Thursday on MSNBC Prime, Representative Rosa DeLauro um, blasted the Biden administration's response to the nationwide baby formula shortage. When Democrats are turning on your administration, you're in trouble. You are in trouble. DeLauro noted the Food and Drug Administration was slow to intervene the Abbott Nutrition whistleblower despite having suspicion about the plan. She added the FDA was culpable on dragging their feet to ensure Abbott Nutrition was operating to FDA standard. Let me just put this into perspective. This is an issue of supply and an issue of food safety, DeLauro said, of the shortage. Excuse me. Now, let me just talk about the FDA because, in fact, in September, they looked at the plant, she continued. There was suspicion. In October, the whistleblower's report. They didn't do anything about intervening the whistleblower until December. January, they went back into the plant, found the contamination, and then you have the recall in February. Now, the FDA is culpable on dragging their feet and not holding Abbott to, an inv- to the FDA standard. Both of these pieces are being investigated right now, and I'm engaging in that investigation, calling for an inspector general investigation. But your point is that we needed to move on to move and to move quickly, which is what we are doing. Now, here's my question. This Abbott plant, is it still open? It probably think it is. Yeah, it is. Oh, so then there is no ramifications of your fuck up. Mm-hmm. Are they being sued? No. No. They did a recall. Then this is not a free market. They should be sued into non-existence. And that lets then basically shift that, that all that business, just like masks, for example. You remember Nine Line? Mm-hmm. All these all these t-shirt companies? Just like in World War II, Ford, all these people, they went from manufacturing autos to machine guns to tanks. Nine Line did the same thing. They started manufacturing masks. Other formula plants can replicate those, new, those ingredients mm-hmm. and they can start the production line again. Give them a shot. But if you had a chance and you fucked it up, you're done. 
That's why they're not afraid to make these mistakes. And this is why the FDA does not work. Because when they make the mistakes, they do a recall, nothing really happens. There's no accountability. There's no responsibility. Then what the fuck do we have the FDA for? You are pointless. You are useless. You had you had ideas of this in September. And then in January, you finally is like, okay, wait a minute. How many bottles or cans of baby formula went out before that? How many infants potentially could be medically injured? Permanently. I mean, who knows? But who's paying out? Nobody. Mm-mm. Unless unless there's lawsuits I don't know about, which there should be. Like if I was a parent and I had one of those things, I'm suing you. Yeah. This was your responsibility and you flubbed it up. I'm suing you. You knew better. This is another reason why Milton Friedman called for the abolishment of the FDA. It, and again, I've went over this example time and time again. And the point was, if I walk into a grocery store and there's two packages of meat, one meat has no ingredients on it. One other package has the ingredients. According to tort law, if they mislabel it, they can be sued. Or if you don't label it, you're, you're good. Mm-hmm. This is without the FDA. Which one are you more likely to choose? The one with the ingredients on it, because you want to know what goes into that. That's free choice. Now, the second portion of that is if those ingredients are wrong and it injures you, you can sue them. Mm-hmm. And there's actual fiscal accountability. But if the second part of that scenario I just pitched to you doesn't exist, then we're fucked either way. So it's like, we still have the FDA and you still can't sue them. The system is corrupt. The system does not work. That's why we don't need the FDA. Look, I'm telling you, go on YouTube and go look up Milton Friedman Abolishment FDA and watch it for yourself. I know it sounds crazy. I know it's so far-fetched because the first time I heard it, I was like, wait, what? And then you watch it and it's like, oh no, this makes perfect sense. Oh, it does. We have, to, we have to instill this idea that a free market can work. It can work. It will work. But we have corporatism right now, not capitalism. And this is a direct example. You cannot tell me. You cannot tell me there was nothing in the FDA or there wasn't somebody in the FDA that was probably getting some kind of kickback. Oh, yeah. Because here's the deal. You had, wait, September, October, November, December, and you issued the recall in January. That's damn near five months. Or no, February. February. That's six months. You sat on this for almost six months. <laughs> wow. You know? And that's even after the whistleblower report. Mm-hmm. They were notified. They had suspicions. So let's look at this. The FBI is fucking worthless. The FDA is fucking worthless. Why do we have them? Because as American citizens, we grew up with this. We grew up with this idea of these organizations existed to serve a purpose because we were automatically programmed to think that way. But if you really take a step back and you say, wait a minute, what would life be like without them? We don't know. We've never experienced that. But I guarantee you watch the economy thrive and flourish. Mm -hmm. When was the FDA established even? Can you look that up? That's a good question. What did we do before the FDA? What did we do before Social Security? Remember that? No, none of us were alive. Wouldn't it be nice to keep that money? Oh, no, that comes with fiscal responsibility to where if you don't invest accordingly, you don't save your pennies. Well, you're going to work until the day you die. I'm okay with that. That's perfectly fine to me. I don't want to pay the government all this money for them to go out there and send all this money to these subsidy programs that are essentially, you know, undermining the economy because people don't want to work. We're funding poor people that don't want that are lazy. Actually, I should say this. We're funding lazy people, not poor people, lazy people that don't want to work. Can I get an amen? And last, most certainly not least, Madison Cawthorn uh, comes out and says, it's time for dark MAGA, new right to take over after scandal propelled primary loss. Bro, 
Dark MAGA. Dark MAGA. You really wanted to go with those words? Like, you really wanted to say the dark MAGA? Ahead of midterms, Republican congressman promised to help defeat cowardly and weak conservatives who he sees as hypocrites with globalist goals. Uh, Madison Cawthorn on Thursday denounced those who didn't have his back and said it's time for the new right and dark MAGA to take command two days after losing his Republican primary amid several scandals. Okay, what Cawthorn doesn't seem to understand is when those scandals hit and, you know, there's a difference in being in lingerie on a cruise, taking shots with some women. Yeah, who gives a fuck? But when you're naked in the bed, dry humping your cousin, I mean, I mean what, do you, what do you want me to say to that? And apparently there was another one, a video of a guy groping his dick or something like that. Like, I, I just. Who's videoing all this shit? That's the other part. It's like, why are you letting them video all this shit? Like, have you not heard of YouTube? Like, I mean, come on. Like, you don't do this. He's a young guy, right? He's 26, 26 or 27, one of the two. Yeah, but well. then when you come out and you say things like dark MAGA because people don't have your back. Well, Madison, what did you expect them to do? When you shoot yourself in the foot and this shit hits the news, they're going, do you not know politics? That's what they're going to do. They're going to distance themselves. from. You're lucky you got Trump's endorsement and it was so bad. Even that couldn't save you. You know, honestly, 26 years old, I'm not sure I'm ready to vote for somebody that young. I agree. With that. I agree. With not enough life experience. I agree. Now, I think it's everyone's in everyone's rights. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be. But yeah, mm-hmm. like Tony Cowan, like yeah, I said, he can run. Like, obviously, he yeah. can run and he mm-hmm. obviously won. But mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. yeah, I need somebody with a little bit more life experience, maybe some business experience. I have uh, talked to somebody that knows Madison Cawthorn personally. I'm not going to give out her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's actually worked with him and has also said that he is not the smartest dude. And he's, he's, he's a pathological liar. That's coming from a guaranteed source. I'm not going to give it up. Yeah. But I, know, I didn't want to say that before because, like, you know, whatever. But it's just kind of like, eh. Now, again, I don't hate the kid. I don't really know much about him. But I'm sitting here saying that you cannot blame these people for not coming to your defense when mm-hmm. you did this to yourself. Yeah. You know, there's no such thing as blind loyalty in politics. No. When it comes down to it, politicians are going to focus on their career first. That's all there is to it. As would I. It's like, look, dude, if you're being unjustified, you know, if it's, if it's an unjustified uh, accusation, I got your back. If it's proven true and there's literally video evidence, like, dude, how can you explain? And don't get me wrong. We're all stupid when we're young. Yeah, sure. You know, this kid was partying not too long ago in college, probably doing blow off a stripper's asses. Good for you. That's the American dream. I'm not going to fault the kid for that. Yeah. But it's like if it wasn't that long ago and you're still kind of, mm-hmm. ah, I don't know. That's slippery. That's slippery. But either way, him coming down and then saying dark MAGA, it's like, dude. That's just massive Trump loyalism right there. That's, again, that's the turning point crowd. That's the MAGA loyalist. These people, people just don't seem to understand. These people, they sound like they have great intentions. But you better be careful with this. When you put that much loyalty and that much, oh, my God, I want to say power and influence into one man like Donald Trump, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, then you got the Tony Cowdens, who probably would have been the best position or been the best person to represent North Carolina in that district, but he doesn't go after Trump's uh, nomination because he doesn't want it. He doesn't want to be a part of the establishment, and he loses. So it's one of those, at least Tony had the stones to stand by his guns and say, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And he took the loss like a man. I respect that. He's a retired Green Beret. I and mean, we need to get him back on the show because I'd love to sit down with him and actually have a discussion of what did you learn from this? What could future political people that want to run learn from this? Yeah, you know, I'm going to reach should, out to him. Should keep- Oh, he I, should I, run yeah, again. I think I need to message him. Like, you know, I'm, I'm proud as hell of him. That's, that's not an easy thing to do to oh, put yourself no. out there like that. No, especially when around the corner, you know, there's some sexual allegation that's going to oh, be yeah. hurled at you or hurled your way. Something you did or back you when you were a kid. Put it's on like, the public stage and everybody's going to, all the Democrats yeah. or your opponent's going to call you a racist yeah. at some point. I mean, you know, that's going to. 
Well, here's here's where a lot of politicians are getting it wrong. They are thrusting themselves into the social media spotlight for the sake of gaining clout and influence and followers. There are other politicians that you don't really hear from. They're not engaging in the online culture because they're just sitting there saying, I'm just going to vote. I'm going to do my job. I'm going to shut the fuck up. I'm just going to vote. That's all there is to it. And those ones are the ones that probably just getting reelected over and over and over again. And you don't hear anything about. But when you put yourself into the spotlight, when you put a target on your back, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And like if I had ever if, if I ever decided to run because I'm stupid, that would be me. I know that would be me. It's like, hey, AOC, uh, go fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, you and Rashida. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Madam Speaker Pelosi, I can't wait for the day you're dead because I'm going to throw a kegger at my fucking house. My whole district I'm going to invite. We're going to have an open bar. I'll pay for it. Fuck you. I could never be a politician. I could never do it. I yield back my time. <laughs> all right. That's all there is for today's show. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a thing coming up uh, today. I am doing the interview with the uh, retired green beret that was operating Ukraine that may be posted later on today. So stand by for that. It will not be streamed live because the information he's going to be providing me are talking about and discussing could potentially get me banned on social media because we all know that big tech overlords do not like having truth out there. Oh, and my Facebook page has gotten throttled to the point where it's like worthless. Like I make a post now on a page of over half a million, maybe a thousand get hit with it. Maybe a thousand. I got the numbers to prove it. I post it all over Instagram. Fuck Facebook. Fuck you. I hope Elon buys it and puts you all in the fucking poorhouse, you pieces of shit. Woosa. I need some CBD. <laughs> Shellshock CBD. Shellshock CBD. Twitch, don't go anywhere. We got a giveaway for you right after this. YouTube and Facebook, come on over to Twitch. Join the channel. Join the Lost Savages. We're doing a giveaway right after this. All you got to do is be a subscriber. Here is the link to join us. You got nothing to lose. Five bucks. Come support the show. If we made you laugh, we made you cry, we made you do anything like that, well, we appreciate you sharing it, telling your friends about it. You guys are fucking amazing. Thank you so much for all your love and support. We would not be here without you. You got anything to add, my man? Yeah, be sure to check us out on shellshockcbd.com and support us. There you go. We got some great products. We, you, uh, you won't be disappointed. And as always, you stay savage, America.